0: Moneyweb now on the money.
1: The show's brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider chatting with Bruce Strong, uh, CEO of Impact. Results out for the year ended December. So revenue up 7.1%. Headline earnings per share up 25.3% and the dividend for the year up 130% at 115 cents. Bruce, appreciate the time. Uh, you start off the, the results announcement pretty much saying that investment in solar and backup power increased the resilience of operations during load shedding. You, you've put a fair bit into it and got a fair bit of capacity now. Uh, are you sort of totally off-grid or how much ESCOM are you still using?
0: No, I think it's quite important to just put into perspective that our solar installations actually don't take us off grid because at the, uh, the scale that you're mm. using uh, uh, power, um, it's not really possible to go in a paper mill off the grid when you're using 10 megawatts at, at a paper mill, for example. So it's not off grid necessarily, but it is certainly um, contributes to the low curtailment uh, agreements that we need to, that we've uh, got with ESCOM, for example. And it uh, definitely reduces the cost. And in some of our smaller converting operations, which don't use that much power, we're able to run in a day uh, even when there's load shedding. So that's very helpful from that point of view.
1: You've currently got 9.4 megawatts. you Are adding to that? Is there a cost advantage to, to, to the solar?
0: Uh, yeah, it's definitely got a good payback. When we started these projects five or six years ago, um, we estimated. Well, the first project we did in in Paul had a, like a, a, a less than a two-year payback, just because of the the tariff structure in Paul. Mm-hmm. But other than that, most of the projects we estimated at a payback of four to five years, and some of them a little longer than five years. With the escalation in electricity costs, I think those paybacks are more like three to four years. Uh, you know, four years being the longest at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so they've definitely paid back in cost and also in convenience and, and just the ability to be able to operate where otherwise you might have been stopped.
1: Certainly, as I said, a, a strong set of numbers, uh, headline earnings up uh, markedly ahead of uh, revenue. How's your input costs generally? Because that certainly, last time we chatted, has been a pressure. Is that, is that coming down a bit?
0: Um, so the input costs last year were a huge challenge and they remain e- elevated. So um, we were able in the last quarter to recover some of those higher costs through our paper prices. Um, That's helped a lot. Um, And then what we have seen is while the inflation, if I could call it the change in prices, has has moderated, it's not going up, the inflation is lower, the costs are still elevated in most cases. So we are seeing that sustained uh, cost pressure in terms of elevated prices, but certainly not the same level of inflation that we saw this time last year across most of the business.
1: And are you still? I mean, are you, are your are your clients uh, uh, potentially? I mean, load shedding obviously hits them to a fair degree. Are you seeing any any hit there? I mean, you mentioned that you're actually seeing improved demand from from QSR.
0: Yeah, so it's it's sort of mixed. I'd say the uh, more substantial customers are they've already made their plans and they're busy making more plans. You know, so they are able to to weather the storm here. I'd say for the time being. Um, And they're all dependent on front-end demand, you know, if consumers Mm -hmm. are under tremendous pressure, that would be a challenge for everybody, including us, to some extent um And so we are seeing uh, some pressure in that respect, but fortunately, a uh, number of our product lines are not aimed necessarily directly at the South African consumer we don't need consumer spending growth to see um, improved offtake for example, our fruit export uh, packaging is uh, requires uh, the export fruit uh, operators mm. to 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 be able to do their job um and they've got great uh, growth ambitions, so we are we are investing behind those ambitions. Um, and then changing consumer patterns also play into our business to a large extent because we're seeing a lot more home deliveries for 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 online shopping, you know, the likes of the big retailers uh, delivering to homes. Um, so we don't only make the bags for those uh, home deliveries, we also make the paper that's used for those bags. And we also collect the waste paper that's used to make the paper that's used to make those bags. <laughs> um, and uh, that, in, in essence, is our circular economy business model. Um, and that uh, doesn't need huge consumer spending growth. It needs changing patterns, and those patterns are changing, and we're benefiting from that. We're also seeing that in in types of packaging. So, for example, we uh, three or four years ago, we started with paper punnets to, to replace some of the plastic punnets we make. Hmm. And we did tremendous uh, interest and also growth in those products, albeit off a low base. Um, but they are definitely gaining a lot of traction, and and, and we continue to develop new products uh, that fit those uh, consumer requirements.
1: There is a lot of innovation in the space. I mean, no disrespect, but people think packaging. They're going to think uh, boxes and, and the like, and that's not untrue. But, I mean, you talked around the, 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 the export fruit. You talked around uh, uh, the, the convenience. I mean, you've got your, 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 your wheelie bins with, with RFIDs in them. There is actually a huge amount of, of innovation and new product coming through as, as things shift.
0: No, that that's absolutely true. And I think that there's an opportunity here for for a lot more innovation, you know, um, with the increased environmental pressure, there has been a lot of low hanging fruit. I think there's still quite a lot of low hanging fruit in terms of what could be done, not only to reduce the amount of packaging, but to increase its utility and uh, its, its protective ability uh, at lower weights, for example. Um, and that's traded off against convenience. So convenience by its very nature is breaking bulk, um, and that requires more packaging, and you want to be able to do that without increasing proportionately. You know? So um, you want to make sure that you don't uh, increase more tons, and, and by, by, by light weighting and doing things like that, I think one can offset to some
1: extent. We'll leave it there. That's uh, Bruce Strong, CEO of Impact. Bruce, appreciate the time.